Welcome once again to another episode of Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 610 recorded live on October 6th, 2019. And here are your hosts, the man who spent yesterday doing that Ingress thing, Dave Play. Hi. And the man for, for the first time in 60 days did not. Andy Lowe, hi. You got your Sojourner gold medal. Yes. And you let it go after that? Yes. Oh, no, Andy. <laughs> That's like the easiest one to level up past gold. But I don't need to. You're not going to go anywhere past anything that requires gold? What's, what's, the, uh, what's the next level? Is 13, is 13 the first one that requires... Oh, 14 is the first one that requires... Oh, no, 13 might, but I have one platinum. Yeah, 13 requires one platinum. I have a, I, I have a platinum. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I have the Recharger Platinum, and I'm already well on my way to get the Onyx for that. Yeah, um, no, I, 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 I'm, I wasn't planning on doing 13 ever, so... Okay, yep. I am... Wow, actually, I'm uh, like 35 unique portals away from having all the golds I need to get to 12. Ooh, God. Going, going down to Monroe for the first Saturday was very useful. Unique portals visited for me one thousand six hundred and twenty five short. Short. <laughs> so you've done uh, three hundred and seventy five unique portals. Yes. Okay. Haven't haven't been playing. Uh, uh, you travel like all over the state. Yes. Okay. So I've done three hundred and seventy five portals. I. I, you know, I go to the market and I do my yep. thing and I go for lunch and I don't really go far for lunch. Yeah. So I've hit those portals and I've hit them multiple times in a row. Yep. 375 of them. Yeah. How many hacks do you have? Uh, 2,520. Where is that on this? Hacker. Oh, oh, okay. 2,520 hacks. Yep. I've done that much in like the last month. I've done 240. I've done 2,383 hacks in the last month. Yeah. I've done 672 glyphs. I did 32 missions. I did 852 glyphs last month. Yeah. 84 missions short. Lame. (laughs) (coughs) Need to go do 84 more missions. And then I'd have enough for level 14. I'd, I'd have all my medals taken care of all the way to level 14, which at my current rate of AP growth would be July of next year. See, I'm looking at level 10 for Thanksgiving now. It, it seems to keep getting pushed back, Andy. Yes. Well, I seem to recall it being like early October. Yes, but you know, I'm like busy with work. Child. Yeah. Work. Child. It's like there's there's a group of portals that I can do, and I can I know how to map them out to get fifty seven thousand AP a week because I can build them, I'll field them, I'll let them decay, fifty seven thousand yep. you know a week, and it's just you know I haven't literally had a chance to go out there yet. You know that um, decay is is halved right now. What? Oh, because you didn't know that shard thing. Yeah, the shard event because we we did well enough as it is. So that's what that random badge is on my profile. Yep. That doesn't give me anything. Yep. So Other than taking up space. For a week. All right. I mean, it doesn't take up space. What space does it take up? It takes up real estate on the screen. On the screen? So you, you care? Like, No. No, I don't on. care. 
Come on. If I, I cared, you. I would have done some of the missions in chronological order. Yeah, or, or ordinal order. Ordinal order is that? Well, well it's, it's not chronological, right? It's that, not time-based. Because that's time-based, yeah. No, it would be numbers-based. Right. That's the ordinal. Ordinal order. I mean, you learn something. literally what it is. You learn something new every day. Yep. So at the first Saturday, which they do every month, um, there was... Um, what am I thinking? Someone, one of the, the guys who runs and manages that for Saturday event, which they do literally every month, every, like at the same place, um, they made missions for each first Saturday in the area and they've been doing it for a year. So that was 12 missions. It wasn't actually 12 missions because I had to go and do it and, and they've only had like 10 of them, but still like that was 10 missions right there. And it took like half an hour. Also, I, like, ran out of inventory. Yeah, I'm down to... Wait, go for it. I'm thinking my inventory right now is in the 1800s. Yeah. The way First Saturday worked was everyone was sitting in the back of the bar, and the timer hit, and the portal was blue, and so the three enlightened players just started bursting, and everyone else just started deploying. And that was it. That was the majority of the First Saturday event. Like, they just sat there like that for half an hour. The Enlightened just kept taking down whatever the Resistance kept putting up, and they didn't care because they just kept getting experience for it. Yeah, and you're going to get double AP for it, too. Yep. I got 80,000. Was that before or after the double? Before. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, this is. The, I, if there's one for November for Grand Rapids, I need to go You'll up You'll try and do it? Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was nice to, to meet people. Some of them actually, like, remembered me from when the game first came out. Oh, jeez. They're like, oh, yeah, you used to play. I'm like, how do you remember that? I'm like, oh, I guess I was kind of active in the community. Yeah, like, I saw your name pop up on the scanner. I was like, he's back? What the heck? I'm like, oh, okay. It's a yeah. little creepy. No, Nobody's talked to me at all. No? No. Oh, I guess we can we can kind of segue this into our first topic. It's not a listed topic, but it's just like anecdotally um, something interesting happened. So there were two apps. You may have heard Andy and I talking about this. By the way, we're shifting towards topics, everyone. So, you know, start actually listening in again. Um, Niantic had the original scanner app, the original Ingress game. Yes. And then they rebuilt it. They recreated it. Oh, by the way, evidently uh, Ingress is in Unity now. Like, the, the, the software, the actual app, is built in Unity. Okay. I didn't know that. It's kind of an interesting thing. Um, but anyway, they, they did this. They had run two apps simultaneously, and they were updating one and sort of updating the other. One was called Redacted because it was the old one, and you had to be in- playing Ingress from before the new one came out if you wanted to still use it. And they just killed the old one. So now you can only play with the new Ingress. Which I should probably go and uninstall the old one off my phone. Yep, because it won't work. Oh. Well, uh, certain tools, for instance, botting mechanisms, would work with Redacted and do not work with Prime. Yeah. Oh, oh, that, uh, yeah, I saw that post about that on Reddit. So, I mean, if you if you saw a post for it, you should probably link it in the topic so that we actually have it. But, like, I'm looking at the north side of Madison, which has always been a green stronghold. Like, you could not get in there. 
Some of these portals have been there for months, and it is all decaying. <laughs> uh, see if I can... Uh, where is that thing? ITCT. See if I can find... Yeah, all right. I'll, just, I'll put a link to the AMA about a guy. Yeah, no, just the, the amount of stuff that he was able to do with that app was just ridiculous. And yeah, so now it's like, oh, okay, now people are like, oh, you know, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this. Goodbye, goodbye. And it's like, okay, that's good. That's fine. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you can't do it anymore. Yeah. Thank you for leaving the game and letting people play it the way it's supposed to be played and not with bots. Yep. <sighs> so, you know, that's cool. Yep, and we shall keep moving forward. Yep, and we'll stop talking about Ingress just as soon as I had mentioned that this one portal is worth 80,000, no, 10,000, not 80,000, 10,000 AP. Oh, please, I've got one. What did I say, 20? Well, let's see if it's still up first. <laughs> it's worth zero if it's not still up. Yep, loading, 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 loading. Keep that map up, loading. Oh, somebody took it down. Aw, I hit level 11 yesterday. And I I think I've got an idea. I, oh, shh, Nikes. Somebody uh. put a freaking Okay, good. That's going to decay soon. Well, okay. Soon. I've yep. got a I've got a plan to cover all of Kalamazoo. Cool. With like uh, just going for those MUs four levels. <clears throat> of stuff neat because i can i can map out between two of the rest areas and then if i go down to schoolcraft which is just south of kalamazoo on 131 there's about four portals in a nice diagonal that i can hit all of them and cover all of kalamazoo and portage in four layers but somebody put one freaking portal in my way uh this week does have a higher incidence of jarvis um oh i've still got a jarvis sitting in my inventory yeah so i could and and ada's i could yeah on my way down to schoolcraft run over there flip that one and then knock out the other four yeah okay other topics though because i said we were done talking about ingress and that we were moving into topics well speaking of games we got some gaming news blizzcon is coming up isn't it Yes, the I saw on my my Blizzard launcher that they have the bonuses for the virtual tickets. What is, what is a what does a virtual ticket get you outside of all these little doohickeys? Uh, doohickeys. I think you get to like stream BlizzCon. You don't get to do that already. I don't know. All right, let's see. BlizzCon virtual ticket. What the heck does a virtual ticket? What does a virtual ticket get you? What do the virtual ticket do? Stuff, 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 and much, much more. Premium BlizzCon viewing. Uh, you get access to everything on the Mythic, Legendary, and Epic stages. Uh, you get to see all the Blizzard community stuff, including the costume contest. Uh, you get to see the closing festivities on Saturday night. So yeah, you get a bunch of in-game cookie- goodies, and you get to stream stuff. Okay. How long a drive is it to Holland for you? About an Sorry, hour. Never mind. We'll we'll come back to that. Um so you get a lot of in-game stuff for for going to BlizzCon, and that's about it, right? Like That and you get to watch the streams. Okay. Woo! So yeah. exciting. Look at how exciting that is. Yeah. I tried to watch some of the Hearthstone Grandmaster stuff there. Yeah. It was slightly interesting, but it was not enough to keep my attention. 
I mean, Especially it's Hearthstone. Since, yeah, one of the guys was playing I, the Warrior deck too, which is just such... That Warrior deck was the one game that I played where I found out Hearthstone had a turn limit. <laughs> where a game can literally not go on longer than X number of turns. Otherwise, you basically both... I think you both lose. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would have to be, right? Because you could just get two warriors who just do nothing but their their hero power. Well, no, it's it's longer than that because there's that card that you can play. Yeah. Which reloads your deck with, uh, I think, ten cards or something like that. Okay. Um, you just get that card, you play that card, and then you can, you know, play another card from your hand that will duplicate that card. So it's just like, okay, you could just, you know, get another, you know, 20 cards or something. But yeah, there's a maximum turn limit in Hearthstone, and I, I reached it during a game. And I was like, I was playing, I was playing, and all of a sudden it just stopped. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I had to look it up. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> For a game to just, wow. Yeah. That's that's pretty okay. So there's some turn limit. Yep. Okay. But but I was gonna I was gonna bring up the fact that you know gaming and streaming. One of the games that people stream a lot is Rocket League. Yes. And Rocket League is getting rid of loot boxes. Yay! I assume that's a yay, right? Yes. Like we're we're talking about this going like, hey, loot boxes really actually aren't the best thing. Yeah. So they are now coming out with blueprints which will show you exactly what you can create with it once you pay the money. Wait, what? How How is that not a, a loot box? Well, you know exactly what you're going to get. Rather than just buying the, the chance of winning something, Yeah. the blueprint will say, hey, you pay this amount, you get this thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, once they're in your inventory, blueprints will allow you to pay to create the item it offers and receive it immediately. <laughs> or you can leave it in your inventory and choose to create the item later. So it's not, I mean, but it's still random what the blueprint is, but at least you know whether or not you want it before you pay money? Yes. Okay. Something still doesn't strike me as, as like, what, because with loot boxes you could, like, earn them in-game, right? Yes, yeah, so after you play a match of Rocket League, you'll have a chance to obtain a blueprint. I'm guessing it's some, I haven't actually played Rocket League, but I'm guessing it's some sort of, like, random thing at the end of every match, you, you get stuff. Yeah, probably, maybe, I don't know. And so instead of getting a crate where, you know, you get a a random blueprint. So there's still an element of randomness. Yes. Oh, when they say money, though, are they talking about like real money or like some sort of in-game currency? Uh, Hold on. They were talking about that. Items from blueprints and the item shops will be obtained by credits. Our new premium currency replacing keys. Okay. So in the same way that you used to purchase keys to unlock loot boxes, now you just have like credits. Yes. Okay. Still seems a little weird, but I I guess it's better. Like they gotta do something. Yeah, especially you know since it was the UK said that they were gonna ban loot boxes or something like that. Uh, Netherlands, I think, or Denmark. Oh, I swear, I just read something about the UK. September twelfth, UK Parliament ban all loot boxes until evidence proves they're safe for kids. Ooh. So. <laughs> Yeah, the the UK is looking at getting rid of them. So this is, yes. you know, hey, it's you know that's that's starting to happen in my Marvel Puzzle Quest game now. Rather than um, you know, I can pay coins to you know get a random token, which will give me a random cover. But there's mm-hmm. also now where it's like, hey, you know, if you just pay this amount or pay this, there's like there's a couple of them. One's actually paying real money. Other one is paying coins. So then you know, rather than paying coins or in-game currency for a chance of some random cover, I can actually it's here somewhere. Yes. I could pay $25 and 
get a whole bunch of specific covers and some in-game uh, leveling stuff. Or there's one where I pay, you know, I pay a specific of the non-purchasable in-game currency and I get a specific cover. There's one if I just pay the the gold currency, which I can earn in-game or buy with actual money and get a specific cover. So there's, you know, Marvel Puzzle Quest is also doing that where they're just, you know, they're stepping away from the randomness a little bit to, you know, hey, pay this amount, get this thing. You know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, if I look at that and go, hmm, I could pay a bunch of this thing to get a, you know, I could pay 4,000 coins and get 10 random things and maybe get something that I like. Or I could spend a thousand coins and get the one cover that I specifically know that I want. I'm going to pay that thousand coins. You know, that's, that's, that's not a, it's not a question. So, okay. That seems to be where everything is going. So I think Fortnite's doing that too. Also, I think Fortnite's getting rid of loot boxes. I don't have it as a topic, but I do believe I heard that somewhere. I, I think most game studios are going to be looking at ways to abandon them. I'm actually interested. I wonder if Blizzard will say anything about it at BlizzCon. Oh, man, because that's that literally is Hearthstone. Hearthstone is all about the game packs. Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, those are all loot box based. Oh, yeah. How would you do you like? Yes, I understand that you can, you know, <laughs> build cards using dust in Hearthstone, but like that it's it's a collectible card game it's like that's part of the 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 omniance omniance ambiance Om- yeah sorry nose ambience yes <laughs> my nasal congestion i guess Om- redid omniance the- omniance sounds like a sci-fi device right like it's the the ben 10 omnitrix it's like the opposite of that the omniance the know-all device <laughs> It's the repository of all knowledge. <laughs> or in my favorite line from your house, suppository of random knowledge. The suppository of random knowledge. Yep. Who said that? I did when we were playing Trivial that. Pursuit, and I almost I am won. I a suppository of random knowledge. Yeah, I almost won playing by myself against I... you guys playing in teams. Yep. Nice. And you I... were indeed a, a suppository of knowledge. Yep. Your mom, oh my God, was just cracking up from the other room when I said that. I can't. I forgot about that. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. That's right up there with rats with wings, the pigeons of the sky. Yes. Oh. (sighs) Ah, rats with wings, the pigeons of the sky. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. (sighs) Ah. So Ubisoft is coming out with a new game. Oh? Called Rabbids Coding. Like Rabbid Rabbits? Yes. Okay. I do believe it's going to be a free game. Free coding game? Yep. From the Rabbids universe? Yep. And about logic and instructions? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. No, yeah. I like it. No, I, I like it. That's why I put it on here. I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty neat, you know, because... Especially if you get, like, the, the rabbits, like, the, the if you get the kid hooked on the game first, and then you're like, hey, they actually made this as a different game. Let's play that one. And it's like, oh, man, look at this. It's a puzzle game, right? It's yeah. just one big puzzle game. So, you know, it's, it, you know, props to Ubisoft for this. And they also said they're going to be releasing a, basically a uh, booklet along with it. So you can actually, you know, they'll kind of show you how you can use it in a classroom. So Okay. So you can have, like, a lesson plan based around it. Yes. 
Assuming every kid has a computer. That's true. And it's free, so that's good. Mm -hmm. But, like, you also have to have time in the curriculum. Yes. I wonder if it's going to be a, um, well, shoot, what is it? Sketch, where it's code blocks. Well, I'm looking at the, uh, the screenshot here, and it looks a lot like, um, it looks a lot like the App Inventor puzzle pieces sort of look. Yeah, yeah, those, that's, that's kind of a classic intro to programming style now. Yeah. The, the code, like, they snap together. Yep. You say, do this, then this, then this. Man, I wish I had that for the stuff I'm trying to code now. <laughs> oh, shit. So there's there's two, like, really awesome and really powerful JavaScript libraries called React and D3. They were really designed for different things, but they handle things in their own way, and they're both used for websites. And trying to use them together is a pain in the ass. So anyway, uh, yeah, no, that's actually pretty cool, and I'm I'm happy to hear it's. I'm just kind of surprised that it's Ubisoft. Well, hey, these are the guys who also did the Assassin's Creed exploration mode, right? Yeah, that's that's true. So you know, it's could be you know, it, it, there's somebody there wants to, you know to help out the future. Yep. Now the question uh, is, it'd be great if you could actually get it to run on a Raspberry Pi. Have you have you? I know this is an old topic, but have you looked at yeah. the new Raspberry Pi fours? Uh, looked at in what way? Well, have you have you looked at their specs at least? Yes. Dual they displays. Ridiculously or, powerful. Yeah. I'm like sitting there going, I almost want to try and buy one of these and try and see if I could use it as just a regular desktop at work. Oh, I'm sure you could. The 4? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. Raspberry Pi 4 Model B. Dual display desktop computer. Yeah, it's got USB 3, it's got gigabit Ethernet, uh, it's got two HDMI supports that can support 4K displays, USB-C power supply, up to 4 gig of RAM. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to be playing, like, video games on it. But I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, our salespeople are just sitting there doing office stuff there, which we're trying to get them off of office. Off of office. Good uh, luck. Yeah, I know. But we've got Google Docs, and now we've got unlimited storage on the Google Drive. Yep. So I'm actually looking at trying to use Google Drive as our offsite backup for our our weekly, um, you know, dumps. Yep. Because it's definitely offsite. And if we've got unlimited storage, then, you know, more power to me. Yep. So Man, if I'm... the 4 is $35, how much is the 3? Because I bet you you could do it with a 3. Let's see, Raspberry Pi Model 3B Plus. Buy it at... The 3 is also a dual port. Is also USB-C power. <laughs> no, that's the... They're so, it's like, hey, buy it here. And it's like, no, that's the 4. Oh, that's the 4. Sorry. The, yeah, the 3 is still one HDMI. Looks like it's still USB-C power, though. Uh, okay, so I can buy the... It does not have USB 3s. Uh, I'm actually can... sitting here. I have a Raspberry Pi B Plus version 1 sitting on my desk. Oh, jeez. I gotta, I've got one sitting there. I gotta find out what version it is. But yeah, I've got, I think I've got a three upstairs too. Mm -hmm. And I just, I want, I just need time to mess around with these things. But oh, so Give many things. Isaac, like three more years and then start messing around with him. I know. I'm literally staring at a book that I've got on my desk here that is 33 simple weekend projects for the ham, the student, and the experimenter. Yep. What do I have in here? Is this. My Pi or my Arduino stuff? 
It's all getting mixed up is the problem. Raspberry Pi 2 User's Guide is like 80 pages. It's 200 pages long. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god, that teaches you how to make Double Dragon. <laughs> what is this? That's really interesting. While Dave is uh, flipping through a... User's Guide. User's Guide here. Let's... Uh, okay. let's uh, no, so... Uh, I. I I was looking at pies recently, actually, and so it's interesting that you brought it up because I was thinking of making a uh, network attack sto attached storage now. I have like three breadboards in my drawer over here. Yeah, I've heard that the trying to use a Raspberry Pi as a NAS is okay. Mm hmm. Um, but you're better off just buying a dedicated NAS. Yeah. I mean, I could use it as a server, it's the real thing. Yeah, so. Uh, ba -ba. Okay, so wait, how much is the Model 3? <laughs> I don't know if you can actually buy the Model 3 anymore. Andy, you can buy the Model 3 in bulk. For a box of 150. Ready? Yeah. You want to guess the price of 150 Model 3 B+. Are they are they being sell by Oracle? Is that what the is that what happened with their no. suit? <laughs> They're like, uh, we did we did it, and now we're done, and now we don't know what to do with it, so we'll sell them back out. No, uh, this is this is fresh. These are clean. This is like if you want to start a club or you want to run a class. Uh, two hundred dollars. See, here's the weird thing. Price each. Okay, okay, I see. The price for each pie is this, and that is a desk because I know like. Internationally, they sometimes use the comma where we use a decimal and, and the other way around. Yeah. So I'm looking at this and it's like price each 26.834. And I'm like, is that 26,000 pounds? That's really expensive for 30, like 150. Something's not. No, it's 26 each. So the price per box is 4,000 pounds. Oh, nope. That's, is that, yeah, 4,000 pounds. So 4,000. Great British pounds to U.S. dollars is almost $5,000. Or you could just go on Amazon and buy them individually for $35. Yep, or you can buy them here individually for 35 bucks. Yep. Or you could buy the Raspberry Pi 4 for 35 bucks. Yes. Exactly the same price. Yes. Oh, but how big do you go? Well, that's true, because it's probably just the 1 gigabyte of the RAM is 35 the 4 gig... Is $45 for the 2 gig. Is $55 for the 4 gig. Yes. Still, $55 for... A fairly powerful little processor. Yeah. 4 gigabyte starter kit with a 32 gigabyte card. $100. Yep. I'm looking at exactly the same website. Yep. Canakit. Yep. The complete starter kit comes with a little mini fan, which is adorable. Oh, so does the starter kit. Okay. Yes, but it, uh, the complete starter kit comes with keyboard and mouse. Which Ooh. I could go to, I can actually go to Menards and get keyboard. And Menards has actually got a pretty good deal on, uh, it was like 10 bucks for a wireless keyboard and a wireless mouse combo. Yeah, but what's the quality on it? It's 10 bucks. I don't care. <laughs> so not good. Uh, since we were talking about Activision, not Activision, Ubisoft doing this like free class software, uh, I thought I'd put up. Uh, Google's IT class. Google has actually added an IT support certificate to 100 local community colleges. Oh, 
The IT Support Professional Certificate? Yep, the Google IT Support Professional Certificate. Yeah, it's also hosted uh, can, on uh, Coursera, too. You can find the list of community colleges on Google's website. I'm trying to find the actual list under Center Impact, Partnership, put in certificates to work. Cool, yeah, great. Okay, so where is the list of colleges? I think it's under the Partners list. Uh, no, Apply to be Partners, or Partners are saying, already a partner, a partner sign, sign up program. Come on, uh, Google, you're supposed to be better at this. Do I need to Google? Google? I'm searching. I, I'm searching. Get started. What if I click get started? Do I need to Google this? Enrollment options. They might not have the list yet. Like, this is still a relatively new. Yeah. But yeah, no, grow with Google. Yeah, but you heard about that a while ago. I was trying to get my assistant to take the course for a program. Cool. Because, you know, we use Google stuff all the time. And we're trying to, yep. like I said, once again, we're trying to move everybody over to the... <sighs> Enroll for free. Financial aid available. Wait a minute. <laughs> is there is there a discrepancy that I'm missing somewhere along the way? I'm not sure. Okay. But no, it's kind of cool, right? Like, that's, yeah, yeah. that's a neat little good for them. Uh, speaking of Google, Pixel 4. October 15th. I'm waiting because my phone's vibration motor stopped working. And according Oops. to the stuff online, it's because the board actually has bent inside my phone. And so How the vibration... How manage that? I'm not sure, but the vibration motor is no longer basically attached. <laughs> it's just like sitting there on the board. Yeah, it's it's a contact uh, plate or something like that. And the contact plate isn't they're like, right. oh, yeah, you could just put some soldering pads on there and it'll work again. But I looked at it. I have to literally tear my phone down to the main board. Yep. It's like good a, luck. Yeah. I'm like, mm. good luck. So I'm holding out, just waiting for the Pixel 4 announcement just to see what the options yep. are. You know, what is the Pixel so 4 our, like? Well, so uh, a number of leaks have happened and the Pixel 4 specs are pretty much out. <laughs> Like, everything. Like, everyone knows what's in there. There isn't any new stuff that people aren't, like, ready for. Um, that first, is a small battery. The 2800? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I carry around a battery pack anyway, because I do so much Niantic stuff. Uh, what's the 3's battery? Google 3 has a 2900 milliamp hour. <laughs> And the Pixel 4 has a 2800 milliamp hour. So it's comparable to the 3. Yeah, my LG G6 has a 3300 milliamp hour battery. Which the Pixel 4 XL has a 3700. Yeah, but that's going to be a... How big is that phone? 6.3 inches. Is that angle display? Yep. Your LG G6 is a 5.7 inch. Okay, so if I go for the Pixel 4, it's going to be literally the same size. Well, yeah, roughly. roughly. I wouldn't say literally, but roughly the same size. The aspect ratio might be different. The, the other one's going to be another half an inch? Yep. Oh, jeez. That's a big phone. Yeah. It's also going to be like another two or $300. Yeah. Uh, but what you're paying for is the bigger screen, the higher display density, and same the... Same processor, same RAM, same Bigger storage, battery. Same camera. Yep. Everything else is the same. First comment on this art thing that you linked there, I was ready in counting down the days for the Pixel 4 XL release, then my old LG G6 went and died on me. Whoa. <laughs> spooky so okay then 
But yeah, no, it's it's really annoying when I have for my entire time having this phone always had it on vibrate and then not having oh, no. your vibrate motor go. Oh no. Yeah, I've missed I've missed phone calls, I've missed emails, I missed a bunch of stuff, and I'm just like, sorry guys, my phone, you know. The the key feature of notification from my phone is no longer working. Yeah. That and my watch and the phone are sometimes having spats. Because I've got the, the Samsung watch, and sometimes it will just tell me I've gotten all brand new emails, even though it's the, like the last 20 emails that I've gotten so far during the day. But they'll all come at once, and so my watch will just go off like crazy. It's like, whoa, slow it down there. Yeah. I love I love coming back to Signal, and all of a sudden my phone is just like, bzz, 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 as the like huge amounts of messages show off. So are you going to go for the Pixel 4, Andy? I, I'm i curious about the price. That and if it will actually come out on T-Mobile. True. Well, if it comes out on AT&T, it should come out on T-Mobile, right? In theory. They, they have the same tech still. In theory, yes. But it's all about, you know, it's just like, hey, the iPhone, you could use it on T-Mobile. Didn't come out on T-Mobile. True. So what's your price limit? Like, what what does it have to be at for you to go for it, assuming it is available on T-Mobile? I'm not sure because, well, actually right now our phone, our phone bill is actually down at the lowest it's ever been. Yep. So Would you, you know, do the, like, finance pay per month thing? Well, that's what they, that's what T-Mobile does is yep. they, you, have your, you have your cell phone uh, plan, so. That's, that's what everyone does now because $1,000 is a lot to pay for a phone. Yeah. But that's what the iPhone, that's what the Samsung we're at. So I have, I have a feeling that Pixel is going to be right there. Or I'm guess, yeah, no, I'm guessing it's probably going to be right at that same price point. So paying it off per month for two years, it's like twenty five bucks. Uh, forty one. Jeez, forty one dollars a month for two years. Yep. Plus, I probably want to get insurance on it, which I'll have to talk to my brother. My brother says there's a better insurance than what the carrier has. So he's got it for his iPhone. Trade? I think it's Square Trade. I'm not sure. Yeah. Square Trade does good work. Because, yeah, if I'm paying $1,000 for a phone, I'm going to. I mean, like, I'm going to come into the store with a case and screen protector. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, before I leave, I'm putting this stuff on. Yes. Yeah. So. Just to give you a heads up, from Sprint, I could get a Google Pixel 3a XL for yeah, but the 20 three, bucks a month. The 3a is the downgraded 3. Yeah. Ah, uh, here we go. Pixel 3 XL, $22 a month. Pixel 3 is $17 a month. Well, let's see what T-Mobile's currently got. I bet if I open up this page, hey, look at that iPhone 11. Boom, yeah, right course. there in my face. First thing listed here, iPhone 11 Pro Max. No, no, I'm not getting an iPhone. No. Wait, what's this? Sprint is offering $0 for Galaxy S10? Kate just heard the second half of that when I was talking about the iPhone. She's like, wait, you're getting an iPhone? No, God, no. 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 Come on. No. But yeah, no, it's it's great right now that our two lines with unlimited talk, text, and data after taxes, I think it's like $88 per month. Jeez. I know. It's the reason why I don't want to ever change my plan. Yep. Every time I look, you know, I'm like, I wonder if there's another. Nope. Nope. Not a better plan out there. Mm -mm. Nope. Well, I mean, this is so I could get the Galaxy S10 for free. Let's see. Deals for deals hub. All right. What are the deals? iPhone 11 on us. When you switch. 
buy any Samsung Galaxy S10, get an S10e free. Well, that's buy an LG G8 and get one free. Get a free 4G LTE tablet. That's, yeah, there's not a lot of good deals right now. So it's not like, you know, when I got my LG G6, I got the, the phone, the tablet, and the Google Home for free. But uh, speaking of phones and Google, uh, there is a zero-day exploit out there for a bunch of phones, including four Pixel models, Samsung, Motorola, and LG phones running Oreo, like mine. Cool. So, yeah. So the Google said that the Pixel devices are going to be patched in the October Android security update. But who knows if T-Mobile's going to get around to patching my phone. Because they sure as hell haven't gotten around to giving me Pi yet. Let alone Oreo? No, I've got Oreo on there now. You're on Oreo. Yes. Pi comes after Oreo, because that's how letters work. Yes. And um, there's Pi versions of my phone out in India and the EU, but not in the U.S. Because... U.S. cell phone carriers suck compared to the rest yeah. of the world. Yeah, that's fair. They they really do. Yep. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, so Samsung Galaxy S7, S8, S9, Oreo LG phones, Pixel 1, Pixel 2, and... Wait, uh, I have one of those. <laughs> that's I, I have an S7. Well... The uh, exploit requires little or no customization to fully root vulnerable phones. The vulnerability can be exploited in two ways, when a target installs an untrusted app, or for online attacks by combining the exploit with a second exploit targeting a vulnerability in code in the Chrome browser that uses to render content. So I could have my phone taken over just by browsing the internet? Yes. Oh, it's not good. No. When will that get patched? That would be a good thing to ask your carrier. Sprint! Okay, great. Additionally, a patch has been made available to partners in order to ensure the Android ecosystem is protected against this issue, says a Google representative. Yeah. So, so Google's passed out the, here's the fix. Yes. It's just a question of, like, getting that to the phones. Yes. Which sometimes goes really fast. Like, I've seen that sort of turnaround happen in, in days. Because if it's just a security fix, they just publish it as a minor update. Yeah. Let me see. Let's see if there's any news on that on the T-Mobile site. Oh, surprise. Verizon starts sending Android 9 Pi to LG G6s in the U.S. There you go. Except you're changing your phone anyway. Yes, but, you know, for the time being, I'd love to, you know, be slightly up to date. Yeah, well, good luck on that. Yep. Oh, hey, I've got a security patch from September 1st. Let's check for updates. System updates. (laughs) Your system is up to date. Security patch level January 1st. Huh. Well, that sucks for you. (laughs) January 1st? That's what it says. And it's up to date? That's what it says. Last checked, October 3rd. I'm getting, like, monthly security updates. Yep. Good times. Okay. There's a YouTube series that, uh, Arse is producing called War Stories. Okay. Have you gotten to see it yet? No. They're talking to developers about the games that made them, like, famous. Oh, well, that's kind of cool. Uh, it's fantastic. 
I've only seen like one of them, and I'm so excited for some of the other ones. Um, the first one they did, or either the first one or the last one they did, was Sid Meier Ooh. talking about civilization. Nice. And so he's like, yeah, this is where we started, and this is how it developed. And this civilization was almost a real time game. Wh- what? It was like the the early versions of it were real time. I don't know how I. Uh... They also had no idea that they were designing a thing that was one more turn because one more turn didn't exist at that point, right? No, yeah. Like they had no idea that that was a thing. Uh, and and they after it came out, like they actually figured they did a lot of research of like why this was a thing and and where it came from and how it was working. And it was the combination of short, medium, and long-term goals. Huh. Which makes total sense, because like any other game that has a combination of short, medium, and long-term goals, it's really hard to move away from. Read Factorio. So anyway, I thought I'd bring that up. Check it out. War Stories. It's really cool. What else we want to talk about? Um, Other cool news. Uh, There's a guy in the UK who mm-hmm. uh, was able to move an exoskeleton with his mind. Yes, I saw this. Like, not physically saw. I did not yeah. have the, the person in front of me watching him move with his exoskeleton, but I saw that this was a thing now, which is simultaneously amazing and terrifying. How is it terrifying? I'm, I'm still on the amazing part. I mean, just like... How how long before it we could record and replay that? Like, if you can control it with your mind, yes. could you, in theory, record the signals that it plays and then replay them? Oh, okay. And, like, I, I don't know that that's a bad thing yet, but I also know that, like, that's unexplored territory. Actually, I see some pretty cool things that come out of that, because I'm thinking of, like, um very specific engineering work where you you have to make these motions to do stuff. Yeah. And if you could record the brain pattern that is the motion and then replay that, that's pretty cool. But I also know that, like, I'm a little terrified of this. You know, it's, it, it's, it's neat. You know, he had to get stuff literally implanted in his skull. Yep. So. Well, I mean, you have to put a, a wire there, right? Mm-hmm. It's this disc that looks like it's the size of a mason jar lid. Oh. <laughs> Two of them in his on his skull. Oof. But still, you know, that's moving forward. Yeah. Um, uh, last little thing I want to point out is there was a ruling on the net neutrality case. It's both a yay and a nay. It was yay. The FCC is able to like do what they did because of precedence, which is gross. But it was also nay. They can't stop the states from making their own rules. Yes. So thank God for California, Colorado, and Washington. Yes. Now, the other problem is the fact the FCC can individually fight those cases, but they have to do it on an individual basis. They cannot put their blanket statement out saying no across the board. Right. So... Uh, Mozilla said that they were going to try and appeal this ruling, so we'll see what happens. I, I assume Mozilla is trying to appeal the ruling that net neutrality can be removed, yes. but not the, the second part about states. Hopefully not. Okay. Uh, Brain Age is coming to the Switch? Yes. Really? Yes. Huh. 
is also going to come with its own stylus for 10 bucks really like 850 but yeah that's interesting in both japan and u.s or only japan and i should say like japan and europe and everywhere else uh, i think it's just been announced for japan so i'm not sure if it's coming everywhere yet but i really liked brain age it was a good game yeah no it's it's my, my favorite bit is the fact that it's actually got an alarm feature to schedule training <laughs> That's amusing. So you can I'm actually... not sure about holding the Switch like that, though. Like, it's a giant tablet. It's not really giant, I guess, but yeah, maybe. I don't know. I got a lot of games I want to buy for the Switch and just not time to play them because I'm playing other things and I'm doing other projects. Time is your greatest resource. Most precious resource. Yeah, yeah but like, I, I need that. <laughs> I need that resource. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Switch, Overwatch is coming to the Switch. We talked about this, I think, maybe. Um, and Blizzard is campaigning for Overwatch characters to be added to Smash Brothers. That just seems weird. That would be so fun, right? Like, Smash started as this fully Nintendo thing, and it's really becoming, like... Just pop culture thing. fighter... Yeah, it's like the fighter game for for culture and for your, uh, your fandom to fight with other fandoms. <laughs> Oh, God, Andy, we sound terrible. If there already wasn't an episode labeled Sniffles, this one's going to be it. Yep. Oh, all right. Should we hit the uh, randoms before we... uh... Sure. You may recall I've had some issues with my network. Bad issues. And I was not getting the speeds that were advertised to me. Just just curious. Okay, let's see. Uh, 64. 65 megabits per second over here right now 65 down 65 down and are you doing it through google yes 12 up okay run speed test (laughs) through google 90 megabits down Ooh. uh it's dropping hang on 73 megabits down by the end and 12 up oh my gosh he's finally beat me after weeks now, that's the Google speed test. One cool thing I found out about this week yeah. is my ISP and the final hop before my ISP gets out to the real world, which is to say everything that is my ISP's control. Okay. Uh, I can actually, like, they, they told me which server on speedtest.net is that server. Oh, so you can. So I can. I can tell what my ISP is giving me Ooh. because once you're outside of that, once you're on the main trunk, who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, contacting, I, I made. I made the book club read a book about it. Yeah. So contacting that server, uh, two hundred and twenty-five, seven, eight, seven, two hundred and twenty-seven megabits per second. Oh, jeez. 230 megabits per second. There we go. That's the final number. Yeah, I can do that and at like, work because ten to twelve. Our yep. our ISP has a server on speed test, so I can I can do that at work and see yep. exactly what's going on there. Here though, I don't. know. I mean, you're you're. What do you have? Comcast? Uh, no, I have Charter. You have Charter? Yeah. Uh, do a a trace route. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing mine. Charter, 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 Chicago, charter, UNAS dot Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm out on the actual internet. Okay. So two hops. Take the city. UNAS dot Missouri. UNAS dot MO. UNAS. I don't know what that is. 
Let's see. U N A S. Yes. I don't think that's anything because I have a UNAS dot M N, which is Minnesota. Uh, Spectrum in St. Louis, according to IP Tracker. Okay. So then go and search for Spectrum in St. Louis. On speed test or what? Yep. Okay. Just put in St. Louis and see if you can find Spectrum. Uh, I have mine in Eau Claire. St. Louis, Missouri, AT&T, Elite Fiber. Elite Fiber. I don't see it. Yep. Okay. Well, really, that's where I pop out. I pop out of Charters Network in Missouri. I mean, I pop out of it in Eau Claire. But yes, that's like the next state over. Because I still have I still have charter after the Eau Claire one. So I don't know what's going on with that. But I mean, find a local charter request timed out. What? And then it gets to Google's DNS. Great. Well, it's probably some sort of uh, bandwidth leveling thing. Yep. Um, so anyway, I called Charter and I did the phone tech support and they're like, restart your router. I said, okay, restart your modem. Okay. Did all that. And like the, the guy on the other end really, I think enjoyed working with me cause like I could answer his questions and I, I knew the right information. And so he's like, well, we could try. I'm like, well, hang on, let me like. Let me release the IP and then renew it. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, thank you. And, like, that's what I was trying to say. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I understand this stuff. He's like, do you know this? And, like, it got really techy, actually. And it improved uh, from 4 megabits per second to 10 megabits per second. I'm paying for 240. Yeah, that's that's an improvement, uh, but that's not... <laughs> yep. Not not quite enough. So they sent someone out. They took care of the, the cable box. He pulled up and he's like, I already know what the problem is. It'll take me seven minutes. I'm like, okay. Uh, and he, he came back in and, and it was fixed. And I'm like, great. And I did a speed test and it was 25. <laughs> okay. Like, awesome. Uh, and it was 25 because I was going from the... PC to the router to the cable modem. Did you plug directly into the modem and check? I did. And? 240. Okay, we know where your problem is. So, well, (laughs) keep in mind, there were several problems. Um, Now, the network in my house previous to, to the recent change involved the cable modem hardwired to a router, the router hardwired to a electrical outlet converter. Oh, jeez. Which then I have a second electrical outlet converter upstairs hardwired into another router set to bridge mode, hardwired to the two PCs that were upstairs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So to be clear, there was a direct connection, wired connection from the PCs upstairs to the the cable modem. Yeah, that was converted six ways from Sunday. I just just once through an electrical cable. It works, and I was getting good-ish speed out of it. I was getting the most speed I could get given my cable modem connection. Yeah. Uh, And then recently I installed a wireless repeater to try and boost the Wi-Fi signal in my house because... Only one of the two routers could actually be a wireless router. Gotcha. And it is in the corner of the house furthest away from where the computers are. The computers are on the second floor southwest corner of the house. The router is on the first floor northeast corner of the house. So, like, my phone on the Wi-Fi could barely pick up the Wi-Fi from the office. So the guy who was out here, I asked him for recommendations of like, clearly I need a new router. 
what would you suggest? And he's like, well, here's the things you want. You should write this down because I don't, you know, you should, you should. So it's like, it should be uh, capable of beaming. It should be, uh, I, don't, I don't even remember what else he said. I, I turned off when he said, or you should look into a mesh router. And I'm like, you know what? The mesh routers have gotten really good. And that's kind of where it's at. And so Laura and I drove to Target that night. Fun fact, Target price matches to Amazon. Nice. Uh, and I bought a Netgear Orbi Ultra Performance whole home mesh Wi-Fi system with router and satellite extender. That looks, it looks very space age. It, it does. It is Netgear. Uh, so, I mean, there's, there's quality behind it, right? Netgear is a, a known company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting 240 megabits per second from the opposite corner on the Wi-Fi signal. Nice. I actually unplugged all of the wired connections because the Wi-Fi is faster. Which makes sense if you're running through the electrical connection. Yeah. Well, I didn't have much choice short of drilling a hole in my floor. That's what I did. Or I could drill a hole in the wall up here, drop the cable down, drill a hole downstairs and pull it out. Which I could still do because uh, the satellite is now directly below this room. Ah, I could just like cut a little network hole in the the wall, run a cable down, put a port on the top up here and put a port down there. That might not be a bad idea. I'm going to think about that. Um, (laughs) But like, I don't need to at this point. I have this router and the, the whole mesh network and it comes with some pretty neat controls. Like I get notified anytime a new device shows up on the network. Nice. Uh, it, it uses an app for configuration, so I have my fingerprint login. Wait, this has built-in parental controls on it? Yeah. That's neat. You can, like, turn on and off different devices. And websites, apps as well? Wow. Yep. Yeah. Like, it's pretty space age. It is $300. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, it covers the entire house because it's got the two uh, things now, right? Yeah. Like, that's the point of a mesh. Yeah. Uh, the Wi-Fi repeater I had was weird because it repeated the signal to a different network. So for a little while, I had, like, my network, my network 5G or 5 whatever, um, and then the network EXT for the extension of the network. Ah. And so if I was in one part of the house, my phone would try and get on the EXT. If I was on the other part of the house, it would try and get on the main one, but it didn't do a good job transitioning between them. So, like, that was garbage. Yeah, we've got a repeater here. Sometimes I have issues with the phone trying to yeah. connect to the wrong no, half this, of it. No, this, this is great. Like, this was very, very effective. Um, and, and just, like, it was pretty easy to set up. You just plug everything in. You follow the instructions on the app. And it's a mesh network. So, like, the entire house is under one Wi-Fi signal. One super powerful Wi-Fi signal. Uh, this thing has a tri-band, so instead of dual band, it, it uses the third channel to communicate with itself. Okay, makes sense. So then it doesn't cut the speed in half. Yeah, okay, so it does B, G, and N, and A, G, N, and A, C, all right. It was a uh, rather expensive investment, but damn, like, it was pretty good. Okay. So that's my review. End of story. You now get the, both. The, the, I'm just trying to think of it with our place, though. I've got our uh, current router 
mounted mm-hmm. to behind the TV. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I'd be able to mount this thing currently at that same type of location. No. It, with, but, its, with its mounted behind the TV, Isaac can't get to it. Yeah. I mean, you could put it on a shelf. Yeah. Oh, so wait, the, the I'm, if I'm looking at this right, the repeater itself has built-in Ethernet on it? Yep. Oh, nice. Because it's not a repeater, it's a satellite. Okay. So that's why I was thinking of doing a NAS, is the satellite is in the family room, living room, I don't know, the front room of the house, living room. And I could quite easily put, like, a Raspberry Pi and a hard disk behind the couch, totally out of sight. Yeah. And just network cable it into the the satellite, because the satellite's right there. And so then I have NAS attached to the network, and it's not really taking up any space. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I was thinking about putting it down in the crawl space downstairs if I did anything. For like an ass? Yeah, just get a, a short, you know, you know, 10, 10 RU rack thing down there. Mm-hmm. Tiny little thing. Good work. So you, you like it. Yeah, it, it is do. a big, um, it's a, it's not actually that much. How much did I pay for our uh, y, router? I do remember when like paying $70 for a router seemed unreasonable. Yeah, I'm in Kate's account right now, so I'd have to switch over, which Amazon makes that so easy now. Thank you. Swapping accounts? Yeah. All right, what the hell is my password? <laughs> Don't say it. Well, I know. There it is. Okay. Search for router. TP-Link. C- Archer C7 wireless router. I paid I paid 90 bucks for ours. So, you know, only three times that amount. Well, that was just for the router, but uh, the repeater, I think, was... 50. Ah. So, yeah, my router plus repeater is half the cost. Yep. So, but yeah, no, it's, hey, if you, if that works for you, rock on. I mean, it's working pretty well. I've got kick-ass internet speed now. All right. It's weird. Like, I go to Reddit and I open the screen to say, like, show all stuff and it's there. You don't have to wait for it. It's crazy. No, it's just, it's, it's right there already. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, I'm still running on the wireless here on mine because my laptop's got issues. Mm-hmm. So, still though, I'm at, what, I said 40, no, 60, 65, so. Yep, 240. <laughs> okay. Um. Random topic? Random topic. All right. Yeah. Rolled ahead of time this time. If you had to give up one of your extremities, which one would you give up? Left leg. I left, is that, is that exactly what, I thought, like, wouldn't your fingers be counted as extremities? I was going with the, like, arm or leg. Oh. I mean, it depends, I guess it does, it depends on what you define as extremity. Like, the last knuckle of my left ring finger, is, is that an extremity? It is the extreme part of the body. Okay, according to dictionary.com, uh, the end part of a limb such as a hand or a foot. Okay, so literally just the hand or foot. I do believe so. Yeah, then probably left foot. I was just going to say get rid of one of my pinky toes. Yeah, but that's not an option. No. Also, your pinky toe is useful for balance. Go with, like, the, the fourth toe. One of the, one of the middle toes? Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if I would want to you know, lose an arm or a foot. Well, a hand or a foot, right? Yeah, a hand or a foot. I, I use hands a lot. I use both hands. A lot. Right. I mean, I use both feet a lot. That's also true. Because you do walk everywhere. Right. But I feel like a prosthetic foot is a lot easier than a prosthetic hand. Yeah, no, the feet would probably be less of a burden than hands. Yeah, leg, you know, I would start with the pinky and kind of just work your way up. 
for wherever the limit is of what an extremity is considered. Yep. Oh man, that would make curling hard though. But there's, I would just probably just use a stick. So if you got rid of your hand? No, if I got rid of one of my legs. Oh yeah, but again, not the whole leg. Yeah. So yeah, no, I yeah, just work starting at the toes, working your way up. Wherever you decide is the actual limit of the extremities, then that's where I would go. So that yeah. that is my answer. Yeah. So that's that's it. Yep. That's what I got. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.